Welcome to Great Loop Radio, brought to you by America's Great Loop Cruisers Association. We're dedicated to sharing Great Loop information and inspiration with those actively cruising, planning for, or dreaming about a Great Loop adventure. I'm Kim Russo. I'm the director of AGLCA. And today, Karen Nettles from the Homeport Crew is joining me once again. We're going to go over some of the upcoming AGLCA events because we've actually got registration open right now for two different types of events. And we do get a lot of questions about the differences between them and what's covered. So we'll hop into all of that today. Before we do that, I want to take a moment to recognize and thank our Admiral sponsors who support AGLCA at the highest level. They are Curtis Stokes and Associates, Passage Maker Trawler Fest, Skipper Bob Publications, and Waterway Guide Media. As always, we encourage our listeners and viewers to support these businesses that support the Great Loop. Karen Nettles, thanks for joining me. Welcome back. Oh, thanks. I'm always glad to be on the podcast. We always have a lot of great information to pass along to members. Yes, and this is a great time to start passing along some of the event information. We've got one coming up in just about a month, um, one of our Great Loop Lifestyle Seminars. So why don't we start there? What are you hearing from people with questions? Yeah, well, a lot of people want to know what it is, you know, especially new members that haven't been anywhere in a while. They're wanting to know what this event is all about. Yes. So the, the full title of the event, which is a little bit lengthy, is Great Loop Cruising, A Guide to the Looper Lifestyle. So it kind of gets dubbed the Looper Lifestyle Seminars. And um, it is basically an introduction to the Great Loop. So it kind of um, it starts with details on what the loop is and really kind of gets you ready for the planning for the Great Loop. Or if you're not quite sure yet if the Great Loop is for you, it's a great way to do some further fact finding and really kind of make that decision on whether to take the next leap or not. Right. And so why does AGLC offer this event? Yeah, that's a great question. We actually started this event um, it's probably going on five years ago now and since then have done it two to three, sometimes four times a year in various places around the country. Sometimes it's not even actually on the Great Loop route. We've done them as far away as Seattle. Um, we've done them in places uh, like Houston, which of course is on the water, but not part of the Great Loop route and, and places like Atlanta that is basically landlocked. Um, we started doing them because we realized that some people really like the face-to-face -face interac interaction as kind of a fact finding and that to start to make those connections and build that famous looper camaraderie. But if you're early in the process, you may not be ready for the time and expense that comes along with going to a full rendezvous. So up until about five years ago, our only face-to-face -face events were the rendezvous, which I know we'll talk about a little bit later. But we added this looper lifestyle seminar as a way for members to get engaged a little bit earlier on in the process. Okay, so um, who is it geared towards specifically? Obviously, it's open to anybody to attend, but who specifically would benefit most from this event? Yeah, this is not a members-only event, so anyone is welcome to register. Um, it's really geared for people who are pretty early in the process. So most people, I would say, that attend this event do not yet have their Great Loop boat, and the agenda is kind of tailored for that. Um, most people are pretty early in the planning process and are really just trying to gather some more details. Um, this is a great place, a kind of a first stop if you have a reluctant significant other who maybe wants to learn a little bit more what it's all about. So we give you a lot of information in a short period of time that can really kind of kickstart the planning process. And it's, it's, again, open to anyone, but more or less designed for people who are probably a couple years from starting the Great Loop. 
a great place to start for people who don't know where to start, then this event is, is a great place to do that. And like yeah. you said, we have one coming up. So, so when and where is the next one? We do. The next one is in August. It is August 19th and 20th. We typically hold these on a Friday afternoon and a full day on Saturday. This one is um, in the Chicago area. It's actually in the Chicago suburbs. And again, these typically are not planned in a place that necessarily is accessible by boat or by current loopers because it's not typically for current loopers. So this one is out in the Chicago suburbs. I believe Arlington Heights is the actual city name. Um, again, August 19th and 20th. So we typically start about two o'clock in the afternoon on Friday and then run the full day on Saturday. And, you know, kind of having that overnight allows some opportunities to mingle and talk with other loopers over cocktails, dinner, whatever it might be. Well, what, uh, why don't you walk us through the agenda and let us know what they can expect for that day and a half? Yes. So the half day, the Friday, um, you know, you come in, you get your welcome bag with some goodies from our sponsors. And that day is pretty much focused on finding and buying that perfect Great Loop boat. So Curtis Stokes will be the first speaker and he will spend about 90 minutes kind of explaining how you go about that whole process of buying a boat. Um, he is followed on this one by Cindy Lewis with Sterling Associates and she is a marine finance expert. So even if you perhaps are thinking about paying cash she has some great details that have you know, shown people some of the tax benefits and otherwise to actually financing the boat, even if you have the cash on hand. So that first afternoon is really focused all on finding and buying the boat. If you've already got the boat and really aren't interested in those, in those topics, you are welcome to not come to those and just join us on Saturday. But there is also a reception on Friday evening um, once we wrap up with the seminars for the day. So again, that's a great place to start making those connections asking questions, meeting some other people. Saturday, we really shift the focus to an introduction to the Great Loop. So I'll give an overview of the route, answering frequently asked questions um, and walking you through the waterways that you will take as part of the Great Loop. We include four Gold Loopers or Gold Looper couples in the agenda on this one. And a Gold Looper is anybody who's completed the whole route. So we bring them in for shorter sessions to tell the story of their great loop. And we try to make sure we bring people who did the loop in different ways on different type boats. So you can hear about their experiences from somebody who's really been there and done it. In addition to that, we also have um, Ben Stein from panbo.com, which is the Marine Electronics Hub. Um, ben is a recognized Marine Electronics expert and he will present on what Marine Electronics you should have aboard for the great loop. And we've got Jay Kraft with Trawler's Great Lakes presenting a session on DIY maintenance for your great loop boat. And then we'll have a, a really kind of in-depth planning session um, called Don't Leave Without. That'll cover some of the things and uh, things you should have and things you should do um, to get ready for the great loop. So that's pretty much the full agenda. It's a pretty packed um, day and a half. Uh, we do include lunch on that second day. So you don't have to worry about leaving the facility and finding that it's all part of the agenda. Well, it sounds like there will be a lot of good information and for those that, that now has their, their interest peak, can you tell us what the cost is and how they can go about registering? Yeah, the cost is $149 per person. Um, that does, as I said, it includes the lunch, it includes all of the seminars and the opportunities to socialize. It also includes a one-year membership for each, in AGLCA for each person registered. 
Um, so if you're registering as a couple, you get a two-year membership um, since couples can share a membership in AGLCA. Um, if you're already a member, we just extend your membership by that one year or two years if you're a couple. And if you're brand new, once you register, we just um, start your AGLCA membership and send you the credentials to log in to the website. So registration is uh, quick and easy. If you go to the greatloop.org website, hit the events menu and the 2022 Great Loop Lifestyle in Chicago is the very first choice there. There's lots of details on the page and a link to the agenda, um, but right near the top is the link to register and that is all it takes. Well, I'm sure there'll be many, many more people that'll be interested in attending that event and know that we have others coming up, you know, scheduled for 2023. And of course, we'll release information at that time. Um, but the second event that you want to talk about, or we want to talk about today is the rendezvous. So shall we shift gears to that? Yeah, let's go ahead and kind of start with the basics of the rendezvous, and then we'll, we'll take our usual break. But let's, let's jump into that and, and at least get started explaining the rendezvous and how it's different from the Looper Lifestyle event. Right. So why don't you start there and tell us exactly what a rendezvous is? Yes. Yeah, so I usually call a rendezvous. It is full immersion in the Great Loop. It is typically a four day event. Um, the one the fall is actually our, our longest event and it is a full pretty much a full four days. Um, it is basically we've got two tracks running at the same time. One is our route briefings, which give you detail on how to navigate the Great Loop route. Um, you know, things you'll see along the way, potential stops, potential hazards to navigation. And then the other track is the Looping 101 track, and that is planning information. So things like anchoring and maintenance and um, weather resources for loopers and, and things of that nature. Um, it's also a very social event, so it includes meals and time on the dock. And um, it's a very busy four days. Um, and as I said, full immersion in the Great Loop. Some attendees have described it as drinking from a fire hose with trying to absorb the <laughs> amount of information you'll get about the Great Loop by attending this event. So um, why does AGLCA offer this event? This has been an AGLCA tradition um, almost since its founding around 1999. Um, the Fall Rendezvous, I believe, was the very first event that was held by AGLCA. And uh, it started off as primarily a social gathering with some seminars to cover the, the route ahead. I wanna say it's about five to six years ago that we added the Looping 101 track, um, but it's, it's just, loopers are a social group um, and it does a great job of combining information with camaraderie. Um, we expanded from two a year, which has been the, the tradition for 21 or so years um, to last, well, this year in January, we had our first winter rendezvous. Um, so this is our annual fall rendezvous and it is usually our, um, one of our biggest events of the year. Yeah, they're always very popular. So who are, who, who's the audience for this one? It's different than the Looper Lifestyle. So tell us a little about the audience. Yeah, it is different. And the audience for this has actually shifted a bit as well. Um, as I said, traditionally it was, um, well, it's always been held along the route. So where looper lifestyle events, we hold them anywhere that there seems to be a pocket of interest. The rendezvous is always held along the Great Loop route and in a place that can accommodate people coming by boat who are currently on the Great Loop. And we hold it near where most loopers who are kind of on the seasonal path for the Great Loop would be. So the spring rendezvous is always on the East Coast. Um, 
for the last several years in Norfolk because loopers in the spring are typically heading up the East Coast, heading for the Great Lakes to spend the summer. So the fall rendezvous is on the inland rivers because most loopers are coming down from the Great Lakes towards the Gulf of Mexico in the fall. Um, so it is really geared towards our current loopers, but also with the addition of the Looping 101 track has a ton of planning information too. Um, it is only for members. So if you're not a member and you're interested, you would have to join AGLCA first in order to attend. Um, but it, it's really geared towards people currently on the loop and people who are, you know, I would say within a year or two of leaving for the Great Loop um, because of the nature of the information. It's, it's a great way to really kickstart and um, start to meet the people you may be looping with, even if you haven't started yet. Yeah, so we just opened registration. So obviously we have one coming up. So when and, when and where is the next one? Yeah, the next one is at Paris Landing State Park, which is a state park in Tennessee. Um, it is on Kentucky Lake, which is part of the Tennessee River System. And it is October 10th through 13th. We typically run these a Monday through a Thursday. It is the most cost effective for our members to do it that way because we are typically in places during the high season. Uh, and by doing it on a weekdays where we're usually affording you better rates for everything. Um, so it runs Monday through Thursday, October 10th through 13th. You mentioned it was moved to Tennessee. So why was it moved? Because it's been at Joe Wheeler for so many years. It has been at Joe Wheeler's, Joe Wheeler State Park for many years. And it, it about broke my heart to actually move it because the staff at Joe Wheeler is second to none and they really have become like family. The reason we moved it um, is simply because of the size of the facility. The Joe Wheeler venue, we sold out sometimes within about an hour every year. And that was leaving us with many unhappy members who didn't have a space at the rendezvous. Um, and we really just wanted to be able to accommodate members who wanted to attend the event. So um, Paris Landing can hold pretty close to 100 more registrants. The brand new lodge that they just built, which is a beautiful setting and, you know, brand new, um, has, I believe it's about 15 more rooms, which since most of our attendees are coming couples, that's 30 more people who can have an on-site hotel room has about the same number of transient slips. Um, and it's directly on the route where Joe Wheeler is a little bit of a side trip. It's a little further up the Tennessee River than you would otherwise have to go to continue the loop. But you know, the main consideration was just that we can accommodate more people. There are also anchorages nearby, campgrounds. Um, it's just, it's, it's a beautiful facility with more space. And that, that's really the bottom line on why we decided to make this move. Yeah, and a definite benefit to everybody because, like I said, it is one of the most popular events that we hold. So I know people are excited to go to a new location and, and have the ability to come with more meeting space and so forth. Why don't you tell us a little bit about the agenda specifically? You alluded to the two tracks, but what specifically is going to be covered? Yeah, so the route briefing track is determined at this point. And for the fall rendezvous, we take you from... Paris Landing State Park around the southern half of the Great Loop and end the briefing in Norfolk, Virginia, which is where the spring rendezvous will be held in 2023. So we've got a session for Paris Landing to Mobile, so essentially covering the rest of the inland rivers, and that'll be presented by Charlie and Robin McVeigh. We've got Eddie and Linda Johnson. Some of you know Eddie from Eddie's Weatherwag, and he will be presenting on the Gulf Coast 
from Mobile to uh, Tarpon Springs, and he'll be covering, you know, how to head across the uh, Gulf without drama. Um, for covering from um, Tarpon Springs to Miami, we have got Jack Huff and Joanne Harper. You may know them as Jackpot, that's their boat name. They're new presenters for us, and they'll be taking us on that segment. Uh, Dave and Claudia Fuller will take us from Miami to Jacksonville, and then Kay and Robert Creech will take us from Jacksonville to Norfolk. We've also got a couple of side trips planned. Um, Greg and Susan Costa, otherwise known as Lucky Me, that's their boat name. Um, they have kind of established themselves as experts on cruising the Bahamas. They've updated their book and will be providing it. So they'll be covering the side trip to the Bahamas. And then the Bolin family, which you may know as Mom with a Map, or you may also know them as Light and Salty, that's their boat name. They'll be covering a side trip on the Tennessee River. And we're thrilled to be able to present the side trip on the Tennessee River because it is one of the most stunning side trips. And since we're a little bit further north than we were in the past, we found that a lot of loopers were already on, you know, the, the part of the Tennessee River that you take for the side trip portion is where Joe Wheeler is located. So for some, um, having not received that information until they arrived at Joe Wheeler, it was kind of late for them to plan on that side trip if they're currently on the loop. So we're happy to be able to get that information to people a little bit earlier so that they have time to plan to take that side trip if they choose. So that is the route briefing. Looping 101, we wait until registration has been open for about a week, and then we poll those who have registered to see what they would most like to hear about in those Looping 101 planning type sessions. So that process is underway right now. The poll has gone out. Um, we will wrap that up on um, Monday the 25th. So if you register before then, you'll still have an opportunity to help shape that agenda. And then we take that feedback and we'll be building the Looping 101 agenda from that. So there's some really great topics on there um, as possibilities, things like um, weather information, marine electronics, um, anchoring and loving it, um, things like um, looping on a budget. So there's lots of great ideas. We can't fit everything into the agenda, but we'll be looking for that feedback and then building that out. We should have the agenda released, um, you know, the, the looping 101 part on or around August 1st would be my estimate by the time we get that feedback and line up the speakers. Um, so that's kind of the seminar agenda, but we do have lunch three of the days. We've got dinner three of the days. We've got looper crawls in the afternoons three of the days. So it's, um, there's a lot more to it than just the seminars. Um, the looper crawls are something that's real popular at these events. Do you want to tell us a little bit about those? Yeah, I think the looper crawls is one of the reasons that this event has become popular for planners. It's a time in the afternoon for a couple of hours where all of the activity shifts to the docks. We'll have 50 looper boats there in the harbor, and many of them will open for other loopers to tour their boats during the looper crawls. And it's so helpful for people who are in the process of finding the perfect loop boat for them because you can board lots of loop capable boats in one place in a short amount of time. You can chat with the owners. You can see what the boats are like when someone is living aboard them because it's a little bit different when they've been made very pretty for a boat show and there's nobody's stuff on them. Um, so it's really become a popular part of the event. And it's part of the reason I think that the attendee, the attendance has shifted where, you know, 20 years ago it was almost 100% in progress loopers. And 10 years ago it was about 50-50. Um, it's now shifted to where most of our events, it's about between two-thirds and three-quarters planners, and the other one-third um, to one-quarter are those that are in, 
progress. On this event, I'm, I'm gonna guess it's gonna be about one third people in progress and two thirds planners, but it's a great opportunity for planners who don't have their boat yet to really kind of find the features that they would like to have on their own vessel. So that's, that's why the looper crawls have become so popular and it's a great social time too. Right. Why don't we take a quick break and play a message from our sponsors. When we come back, um, Karen, since you've been handling the registration process, I've got some questions for you on how that's going. So we'll take a break. We'll be back in a moment. Did you know that every mile of the Great Loop is covered by both the Waterway Guide and Skipper Bob? Use them to plan your Great Loop cruise and learn about the places you can visit. In the cockpit, important navigation info is always ready at your side, plus marina listings, anchorages, services, and so much more. Each Skipper Bob and Waterway Guide is updated yearly, and waterwayguide.com and skipperbob.net keep you current with navigation alerts, cruising news, fuel prices, and special deals. With the Waterway Guide and Skipper Bob at the helm, you'll always be on course. Order yours today at the AGLCA ship store at greatloop.org. Waterway Guide and Skipper Bob are proud sponsors at the Admiral level with AGLCA. We're back on Great Loop Radio today. The Homeport crew is chatting about our upcoming events. We've covered our upcoming Looper Lifestyle Seminar, and we're giving the details about the upcoming Fall Rendezvous now. So uh, Karen has been handling the registration process and you know interfacing with the Lodge and the Marina and getting everybody settled. So um, the event is not sold out yet, which is unusual for the Fall Rendezvous and is the whole reason we moved it to Paris Landing State Park. If we were still at Joe Wheeler, it would have sold out the first day registration opened. We've had registration open for about 10 days now, um, and we've still got some space. So if you're interested in the event and you're an AGLCA member, you can still sign up. Um, but Karen, where do we stand so far with registration numbers? How many do we have registered at this point? Right, we're currently at 256. So we, you know, we're, we're closing into what would be the old sellout. Um, but we know, as you mentioned previously, that, you know, we have a capacity for at least a, almost 100 more people. So we have quite a ways to go before we sell out. So there's plenty of room for anybody that wants to register, but we do encourage them to do it sooner rather than later, because we don't know when that sellout point is going to come. Right. And th this is one of the, the things that I like about having the extra space is that there wasn't a whole lot of pressure. It's very hard for somebody who's currently on the loop to commit to being someplace in three months. Um, so the fact that we've got some space meant that people didn't have to register so fast, but we do expect, um, you know, the marina is almost full, um, the lodge still has some space, but tell us a little bit about that, you know, or is there still room for boats, is there still room for those who would like a hotel room on site? Right. Currently, there is room. Um, there is the brand new lodge that has 91 rooms. So we do have about 15 or 16 more rooms than, than we would have had at Joe Wheeler. Um, currently, we're at about uh, 70 to 70, 70, 71 rooms that have been reserved so far. So we do have about 20 rooms left. So there is still space for people that do want to stay at the lodge. So we, again, we do encourage them to register sooner rather than later to make sure they get the accommodation preference that they want. But there's, yeah. you know, it's going to be nice with it being a brand new lodge because they just opened earlier this month so yeah and I had the opportunity to, to tour it while it was still under construction but they had kind of a model of one of the rooms set up and it's just a really lovely state park um, and they've done a phenomenal job with the new lodge um, so there's limited space left in the lodge very limited space left at the marina are there other options because the capacity for the event itself is higher than that 
what are the options for people who perhaps, you know, decide not to register for a little while? And, you know, if the lodge is full, if the marina is full, what are the other choices? Right. The, the marina I didn't mention is very close to sell out. We have about 50 slips available, which is what was typically at Joe Wheeler. And so we're almost to that point now. So anybody that registers probably after they listen to this podcast is going to be put on a waiting list, but there are options. Um, there is an anchorage there at, at, at the the state park so people can certainly anchor out and we do have information on our website we have a member that a local member that gave us some information about the anchorage there and um, he's given us some maps and some um, caution notes and so forth so there's very thorough information that you can review that on the website um, for the anchorages and so that is certainly an option obviously you know people can be added to the waiting list we will maintain a waiting list for the marina slips you know so something comes available and somebody's on a slip we can certainly move them into that but you know if they do want to come by boat then they can certainly anchor out and be put on the waiting list so that's certainly an option for that um, as far as hotels it's a little better situation than we had at joe wheeler um, typically joe wheeler you had to go about 20 miles out to get other accommodations here um, there are accommodations many hotels within the 10 to 15 mile range so it's much closer and more options available um, there is a resort buchanan resort that has kind of cabins and those sorts of things it's within six miles of of the lodge so that's you know in a in a convenient range uh, there's also cabins there at the lodge and those that have rvs can come by you know come by camping come to the campground so there are some options there and a lot more a lot closer options than there were at joe wheeler so and we do have all of that information on the website as well as the information about the anchorages and the additional accommodation options are, are on the events page yeah and one thing we typically neglect to mention um, there is a campground and there was a joe wheeler too the issue with the campground at joe wheeler is that was it was a good distance um Definitely, you know, a long walk or bike ride or required a car. The um, park staff would sometimes transport the people from the campground up to the lodge for the meetings. Um, at Paris Landing State Park, the campground is right next to the marina. So if you want to bring an RV, if you want a tent camp, you're welcome to do that too. And you'll be right at the marina. Um, there will be transportation available from the marina to the conference center. It is, if I'm remembering correctly, it's less than a half mile. Um, so it's very walkable, but we will be providing transportation as well if there are some people who prefer not to walk that. Um, so lots of options. Uh, Karen, tell us uh, how much is it and what's included in that? Sure. Uh, the registration is $400 per person and it include, includes all the sessions. So you get to attend all the route briefing sessions, the looping 101 sessions. And of course, you don't have to pre-register for any of those. You don't have to pick and choose. You can just move it back and forth between the sessions and the tracks as it interests each individual. And then it includes the three lunches, the three dinners and the looper crawls. So it's all inclusive. You get everything with for the $400 per person. Yeah, and I know some people hear that price and feel, you know, feel like that's a bit high. Um, but when you recognize that the meals are included, I think that helps to explain why that's what we need to charge for it. Um, and we ask after every, because we do are concerned about that, and we ask after every rendezvous, um, we ask the attendees in our survey whether the uh, price was appropriate for the value received. And it's typically about 99% who say that, yes, um, that cost was appropriate for the value received. So. Um, we are running a little bit short on time. Um, anything we left out, any, you know, things that we should just make sure we mention before we wrap up? 
Um, yeah, a couple of things. Uh, if you want to tell us about the, we have a couple of pre-rendezvous session and a post-rendezvous session, which is an additional add-on to the rendezvous registration. So you want to tell us a little about that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, we are presenting a basic boating safety course. It's the American Boating Course, I believe is the official title. Um, one of our members who is a U.S. Coast Guard Auxiliarist who is um, certified to teach that course will be teaching it on site on October 9th, the day before the rendezvous starts. Um, this is great for beginners. It's a great refresher for people who have been boating for a while. And it is a NASBLA certified course. And all that means is that other states will recognize you completing this course and having the card that says so. Um, there are some states along the loop that require even transient boaters coming through to have taken a NASBLA approved course. This serves at that, as that course. So it's an opportunity to get that card that you'll need for the Great Loop. Um, it's an extra charge. We are basically just covering the fees for the materials and the lunch that we serve that day. So it's a pretty inexpensive add-on. And then the day after the rendezvous, Friday, the 14th of October, Ben Stein will be presenting a full day session on marine electronics. So during the event, he will most likely, depending on what the survey says, be providing um, you know, kind of a short or 90 minute overview of marine electronics. The full day session goes into a much greater level of detail on all of the components you should be considering, um, you know, what upgrades you might want to make, what equipment is needed, et cetera. So that's another add-on that's available for the day after the rendezvous. Um, and then we've got, you know, we do give you one night on your own because it helps keep the cost of the event down because we don't provide dinner that evening. But it also serves just as a little bit of downtime, which people find they need in the middle of all of this. So um, we're still working on the plans for that, but we think we've got some exciting stuff that we may be able to do right on site at the park, at the state park. Um, that'll just give everybody a purely social evening and just some time to unwind. So look for that coming out soon. Um, any other tidbits we should mention before we wrap up? Um, the other thing, we do get questions from people that are, aren't registered for the rendezvous. They're interested to know, can they just attend the looper crawls? So is that going to be available this year? I suspect it will. We usually don't make that decision until about a month before the event. And this is still about three months out. Um, we take a lot of things into consideration. We, we want to make sure that those who have registered and paid for the full event, um, that it doesn't wind up being overcrowded at the looper crawls if we let others attend, because those who have paid for the event, of course, want to be able to get on the boats that they would like to see. Um, we want to be considerate of the people whose boats they are. Um, if you know, we don't want to overcrowd it so that they have an unmanageable number of people trying to board their boats. So typically about a month before the event, we'll be making the decision on whether we can make that available. If we do, we do charge a nominal fee for attending the looper crawls. Um, and that is for members only. So look for more details on that too, coming out in September. I think that covers it. Anything we missed, Karen? Yeah, I think that's it. All right, well, we hope you all um, have all the details. If you have questions about it, info at greatloop.org is the best email address. I guess we should also mention for the rendezvous that is also found on the events menu at the greatloop.org website. That'll answer a lot of your questions and that is also where you can go to register. If you're not a member, you won't make it too far into that process since it's a members only event. So if you're trying to register and you're not a member, um, go ahead and join first and then any issue you're having registering should go away. But again, info at greatloop.org. If you have any questions, we're always happy to help. Karen, thanks for helping share this information and spread the word today. We appreciate it. Oh, you're quite welcome.
And thanks to everyone who watched or listened today. We'll be back next week with another episode of Great Loop Radio. Until then, safe cruising. Mm -hmm.